0: Out of the swamps and into the treehouse, this is Captain Brunch on July 29th, 2023. Alright,
1: your intro is too long, man. We gotta pull it back.
0: Okay, well... Complaining don't... here in the corner, it's Chimp! Uh, Chimp. I mean, I can't do everything and nothing at the same time. How am I gonna get the date into that intro and also say like my cute thing at the beginning?
1: Well... We gotta reevaluate <laughs> the last part. But we can go back and forth. We could set like a back and forth at least three times or twice. Yeah. But all right. Well, we, we,
0: the problem is like we're we're never gonna work on it. Yeah, we'll work on it next Saturday. <laughs> all right, sounds
1: good to me. Perfect. Awesome.
0: So I was uh, filming in uh, Key Biscayne today. Wait, wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold what? on, hold on. Hold on
0: to what? Hold on. hold on to my britches. Oh gosh, she's doing things. The is is all over the we place. got a boost
1: six hours ago from six
0: m- hours ago
1: <laughs> at Mel Gibb. Miss you, Miamians.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you, Mel. Thank, thank you, you, Mel, for the hundred sets. She was hitting me up earlier today. It was funny. She was, she, she was doing that thing where she starts talking to me about something we were talking about on an episode, and I'm <laughs> like, "What are you talking about?" She's like, "Your podcast." I'm like, oh, "Okay." <laughs>
1: That's awesome. Uh, Mel, <laughs> Mel, I love you.
0: <laughs> uh, you're always welcome to boost us. <laughs> Uh, anyway,
1: so, so you're saying something?
0: Yeah, was I? What was I talking about? Uh huh. I was filming in key Kane. Oh,
1: that's what you were down to remember. I was
0: finally finishing my uh my parts on the Bitcoin Executor. And um Cool. It was, you know, it was a nice long day. Uh was actually I had some dinner plans that I had to cancel because the filming went on so long, but that's okay because I get to be in a movie. And, you know, it means I'm going to be famous one day.
1: Is it value for value or are you actually getting paid?
0: Um, it, I, yeah, I actually got paid to be in the movie. All right. Because it's like a real movie, I guess, and they have all kinds of legalities. So I had to sign away my likeness.
1: Oh, <laughs> NDA? No,
0: no, no. Just like they can use my, you know. Didn't we talk about this before? Like, you know, they, they could create a spin-off of my character if they wanted to and and with ai uh they could you know generate like a whole sitcom just with my character and uh and i couldn't do anything about it
1: sweet <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna sign up for that um but it was fun what what happened what everything's good no i'll say on that note um cause then we talked about it last time i was like yeah like 15 episodes ago but which reminds me, the last episode I put up was episode thirty. So this is actually episode thirty-one.
0: Ooh, thirty-one.
1: That's something we could start saying as well. This is the opposite episode of
0: thirteen. It's the inverse of thirteen, which is the magic number thirty-one, thirteen.
1: Also a bad look number.
0: Oh yeah, but yeah, we should I, we should say the episodes and the dates. I think I think we should put the episodes in the titles also. The episode number, like so, it should be like thirty-one, and then the episode title. This
1: is Saturday Night Live, Episode Thirty-One.
0: <laughs> we'll we, we'll uh, figure that intro out later But I'm just saying like that in the, in the actual title of the episode on the podcast I think it should say the, the number and then
1: Oh, number 31 Yeah, okay So
0: like 29 should have been It should have been like 29 period Scientology of Crypto
1: Gotcha, gotcha On yeah. that note, I did put up two episodes last night So that's two weeks worth of lit The Scientology of Crypto and our good friend in the CIA Sideshow Bob. (laughs) Sideshow Bob. I'm going to
0: bring him up a little later in the show. Um, It's kind of interesting. uh, During the filming today, the director, Christopher, he, you know, I mentioned that I was going to go do my podcast. uh, And he asked me, he said, if I was going to talk about the filming on the podcast. And I said, well, of course I'm going to talk about the filming. I mean, you know, like it's the coolest thing I did today uh, other than the podcast. And so. You know, I am talking about it. It made me think of the fact that podcasts, especially in the kind of sort of decentralized freedom of speech sense of the word, they're kind of like a diary or a journal. Even the fact that they're always there, you know, like as long as you keep paying for your server hosting. And so, you know, things that we've talked about, like episodes, like all the the interviews we've had, the people we've talked to in the past, like anyone could come at any time in the future. And then they could, as long as we you know, have it up and then they could find that stuff and they could listen to all those things. And that's kind of interesting. Do you think our show is the kind of show that people should listen to from the beginning? Like if they, like,
1: if they liked our show. I would say so. Yeah. It's not necessary, but. If you're you're interested in hearing how the show develops or, you know, like how we talk about stuff, whatever's going on, then yeah, of course. We've definitely tried
0: multiple formats since we started, uh, some experimentation. We still haven't really, you know, we haven't finalized a format yet.
1: Yeah, I think episode 50 is going to sound way different from episode 31.
0: Probably, probably. Especially if we start like shoving it through the uh, Adobe AI. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> i definitely like that idea though because like i used to when i was that's funny we were just listening to in the pre-stream music from 2001 i was saying it reminds me of middle school and i used i, I had a blog not a blog oh yeah so a live journal but like or i would actually write stuff into a uh, into a, um, a book as well i'm not really a writer but just like collecting thoughts right mm-hmm. and i've always tried to get back into that but i never could yeah it's hard but you're, you're absolutely right. Podcasting is that. And that's probably why I enjoy it so much. It makes me sad that there is no more minor details. And <laughs> John's podcast, I don't know what, what the hell happened to him. But Saturday Night Live will, lit will go on. Saturday Night Live. And they're on two different hard drives. So one fails.
0: It keeps <laughs> oh, going. We've got redundancy. That's yes. good. That's good. So I was originally supposed to do the filming last Saturday. But because of what happened at the rehearsal, the jujitsu rehearsal a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, the unfortunate incident, uh, they were able to put it off
1: until this Saturday. Wow. You must be a really important role in the movie if they held it off because of you.
0: Well, I mean, they just don't want me throwing up like while they're trying to film. Compliment. <laughs> so... Uh, so, you know, thankfully they were able to move it one week later, which means that, you know, the, the actor who was playing in the scene with me had to come one week later and, uh, you know, rearranged his schedule. It was, it was a lot of fun. You know, it was, it's so painstaking and, and
1: tedious. They should have uh, just wrote in your sickness into the
0: movie. <laughs> would have been
1: too much work. I,
0: I, I'm in the movie for maybe a minute and a half. So, you know, like to try to, it's, it's, there's no time for that. I'm a prop. <laughs> I mean, I have lines, which is great. I have lines, so I help move the, the. You have a bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm also, I'm also a bit character. That's for sure. I was typecast. <laughs> there's no doubt. But um, that's why I was perfect for the role because he needed um, someone who was just like me, and he found someone just like me in me. Um, but you know, having to do the thing over and over and over again uh it i just i wish i wasn't like in physical discomfort so i'm still my stomach is still messed up and i'm like i've been trying to see doctors like i went to urgent
1: care the other day damn you're still feeling like yes bad stuff yeah bad stuff okay this episode where i'm gonna try not to curse
0: (laughs) i'm still feeling bad things and in fact like i well, the last time I threw up was Tuesday, so it was a, it was a while ago, and, and I'm thankful that it's been that long because before Tuesday I was throwing up more frequently than that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, you know, so I went to urgent care, and they did they they did blood tests and they did a CT scan, and they didn't find Jack. Did you try the Epley maneuver? I I kind of did. I don't know if I did it properly, but I don't think. I I don't think it's appropriate because there's apparently like this diagnostic that you do before you do it to determine like which side the problem is on. And it has to do with like your eyes shaking. And so if your eyes don't shake, then you don't have the problem with the the crystal in the ear. So I did that thing and I
1: didn't have the eyes shaking. So then your thing is not related to your semicircular canals.
0: I don't know what the hell. I don't know. I don't know. So I don't know who to talk to. I don't know and and it's been a big problem because like i I didn't go to work maybe gender therapist well because that's the funny thing like today i was able to do the scene you know i was able to do what needed to be done uh i got through it without throwing up without having like a lot of discomfort i mean i am on pills (laughs) so i'm on uh an anti-nausea and an (laughs) anti-acid yeah nothing crazy
1: i found these pills on the floor and i just started taking them
0: no the friggin uh urgent care doctor gave me them you know just basic stuff anti-nausea anti-acid uh you know i made it through the day and that was kind of nice like started psyching me out making me think that maybe it's just anxiety but it can't just be anxiety Yes, it
1: can. <laughs> it? Then why hasn't it gone away? I did the scene already. Especially when I'm in, whispering in your ear saying, oh my God, you're getting seasick and you're a boat person. Yeah, it's annoying. So well, we'll see. Um,
0: so as I mentioned, I, I did throw up, unfortunately, on, on Tuesday. I broke my chair. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Is, are you going to fall? Do you need to like replace it?
1: No, just be added sound effects. <laughs>
0: um So it's kind of funny. So I was in Tampa for rigging training. So the lifting and moving of heavy things. And it was put on by this manufacturing company called Crosby, who had done a training at my apprenticeship like a month ago. That was four hours. And at the end of the training, I asked the guy, hey, you know, uh, if if we're interested in learning more, like what, how would we learn more? And he said, well, we happen to be doing this training in Tampa. In July so you know July was like the next month and whatever I signed up for it and I went to Tampa um, I was hoping that going to Tampa and like sitting in the air conditioning and uh, just kind of like being in a class for two days would have helped with my stomach like a vacation yeah almost like a vacation right so I hope that would have been the case but what really happened was that just the drive there caused me so much physical discomfort (laughs) that I threw up at some point in the middle of the night Jesus Christ and then I went to this class uh, to learn about rigging and like within the first 30 or 40 minutes of the class I I had to to go to the bathroom and throw up some more very what (laughs) friction it was so horrible and I'm like they're throwing up in this bathroom and I'm like sweating so I take off my shirt so I don't like wet the shirt all up and uh but after that, I didn't throw up anymore, and I went back to the class and I sat there and successfully learned and engaged in the material. It was, it was very interesting oh, class. Man. What? What happened? What's got wrong? To turn on the lit. Uh, so that means that no one who has been in the podcasting 2.0 has been able to listen to us. Well, that's okay. They can, uh, they can pick it up now. We're only 14 minutes into the show. We've got uh, just restart. 12:52. What? Hell no. It's too much work.
1: Well, I mean, if they click on the link anyway, whatever.
0: I'm in protest. I'm going to go on strike. I
1: I think Stephen B. made uh, math problems easier. (laughs) They've been a lot easier recently.
0: What were they? They used to
1: be algebra or something? I mean, it's always been addition, but the numbers were a little larger now. They're smaller. Well.
0: He's talking about like basically when turning on the. The podcasting 2.0 lit <laughs> feature, which is a, the namesake of our show, Saturday Night Lit Live Item Tag, and so that's uh, which which apps can play the lit. You, you you said you got an updated list, right?
1: Yeah, I just updated the um, show notes. The show notes.
0: Ah, oh, and I just got the I just got the notification on my thing.
1: Ah, oh, sweet! A live
0: stream just started.
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, why don't you go ahead and read the. Show notes then. Oh,
0: I just I put it away. Where's Saturday Night Lit live? Live from a Saturday, it's lit, lady. All right, let me see. It's a Saturday Night Lit is coming to you live from the Treehouse tonight. We ask the important questions like, where does lint come from, and does Jerry Cantrell really need his own signature wah pedal? That's no, he doesn't. The Lit is on and Satsa streaming. This is a value for value production made with love in the heart of Miami 305. Emphasis, not an original post. Let's get ready to boost. Saturday Night Lit is live on a modern podcast app near you, podcastapps.com. Listen live from Podverse on the app or web, CurioCaster, it's a web app, Podcast Guru, it's an app. Podcast Addict is an app, although it's not value for value enabled yet,
1: or Fountain. I'm definitely not going to use it as an editor.
0: Join the Telegram chat with the invite link in our show notes. So anyone who has joined us because of uh, going lit right now, thank you very much for being lit with us. And for everyone else who may or may not exist out there in the universe, it's uh, so nice to be with you. So as I was saying, what was I saying? I was saying something that I wanted to conclude. Oh, it had to do with the fact that... So, you know, I fix boats for a living. I work on boats. But I went to this rigging training, and everyone else at this rigging training other than me is in construction. But, like, some of them are in big construction, like oil pipe laying and building giant um, like wind turbines out in the middle of the ocean. Cool. So, you know, those are heavy things. And... You know, I don't have to lift anything like that. But, you know, so it's just very interesting. The heaviest things I probably would ever have to lift is like an engine, maybe a small boat. But you, I would, there's like specific machines to lift small boats that you wouldn't use. like So mainly it's about hooks and shackles and, um, and latches. No, not latches. La, 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 la. Man, I okay. don't remember, but... Lifting heavy things is the point. Is <laughs> that lifting heavy things is very important in this world, and yes. I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better at it all the time.
1: Proud of you. Thank you very much. So now some of the uh, more important questions: Where does lint come from?
0: Um, it's dead skin cells and its fibers that break off from your clothing.
1: What does that mean about clothes? Like our They're clothes always
0: falling apart. They're always disintegrating.
1: God, it's so depressing. What about my favorite shirts?
0: Well, then you have to, you have to decide, like, I will deliberately not wear certain things specifically for the purposes of trying to protect them from disintegration.
1: It's what's inevitable. The point?
0: What's the point of what?
1: Having the clothes. Like we get clothes so we can wear them and you know, it's something you like. So you want to, I guess like if it's you, you want to wear it, but then you're going to keep it in, in the closet to like barely wear it. Buy multiples. It's kind of like how people who, who, you know, get a really nice couch, but then don't let anyone sit on it because they they don't want to dirty it.
0: Yeah. um, It seems crazy to me. Well, but if if someone like really important came to see them, they would probably let them sit on the couch.
1: So then they get the fancy couch just for that then? Not for sitting on it.
0: (laughs) No. It's for special occasions, probably like
1: uh, maybe funerals and weddings. That sucks. Well, as you can tell by the state of disrepair of my living room, I don't think like that.
0: People have a lot of interesting, you know, habits and styles of living. And, uh, you know, who are we to judge them? But it's certainly very fascinating. Um, furniture is one of those things. F- furniture, like so many things, you know, the price of it. Like, have you ever gone furniture shopping?
1: Have I very little, yeah. very little. I mean, most of the stuff either is for me secondhand or I bought used like this. I bought used. Well, think about like mattresses. I don't want to. <laughs> uh, well, not for very long. mother. Uh,
0: <laughs> I almost slipped yes. right there. Yes. I'm going to do it. <laughs> um, like the, 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 pr- the difference in prices, like how cheap can a mattress get and how expensive can it get?
1: Uh, depends on what you consider a mattress. I mean, a yoga mat on the floor could be a mattress.
0: Okay, so you could go on Amazon and you can get a yoga mat for 30, thirty bucks or twenty bucks. On the other hand, you could go to a fancy store and you could spend fifteen hundred, three thousand, five thousand dollars to get a queen sized mattress. Like, if you want like a really fancy Tempur Pedic, you could probably spend five to seven thousand dollars, especially if it has like an adjustable base. Um, and if you get like the most expensive pillows and if you get like bedsheets, the point I'm making has to do with the fact that some people are sleeping on a $20 yoga mat and some people are sleeping on a 7,000 and just like couches too. You know, some people have like couches that they got from Goodwill maybe for 20 bucks or 50 bucks. And then some people spent 15, $20,000 on a couch.
1: So with that example, the $7,000 mattress and the $70 mattress, they're still being used for the purpose of sleeping in it. Like, you don't get a nice mattress just to have your friends come over and look no. at it. And you yeah, never you like definitely it. do. I mean, <laughs> you go outside and lay on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Time to sleep.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, that, that, that is an interesting point, right? Like, you don't not sleep on your mattress, but some people do not sit on their couches. But, it's also, but people do that with cars sometimes. Like, people will get cars that they never drive There's a guy at work. It's so interesting. There's a guy at work, and he comes to work in this muscle car. He gets. He's one of the first people to get to work because I guess he's kind of on in years a bit, and so he gets up early. He covers his car. At work,
1: we call that tenured.
0: He's tenured, not at the not at the company though, just in life. So he covers his muscle car every day with some sort of like I don't know what you call it, but you know like a fabric that's sewed in a shape to cover a car. And so every day he covers this car and I'm like, Oh, that's good. You know, he's like covering this car. That's nice. And then the other day I find out he has a second car and the guy lives in a, in like a high rise, it's not a high rise condo, but he lives like in a condo in that's probably like 30 stories high. I don't know why I find that weird that he has two cars, but he's a single man he moved here from New York, so he doesn't have, as far as I know, he doesn't have family
1: down here. It just seems odd to me. Why would you have two cars? And okay, he, hold on. I'm a single man, and I have two cars. <laughs> but you also, you also live in a treehouse, okay? He, that is true. And there's n-
0: this is not a condominium, you know? So you're not, sh- like. I am above
1: ground, though. So on to the next question. And I'm, I love that you brought up the these examples because it totally we fits love with that this.
0: I brought up these examples. Oh, okay. Go ahead.
1: Does Jerry Cantrell really need his own signature wah pedal? Who the hell is Jerry Cantrell? The founding guitarist for Alice in Chains. Uh,
0: I don't. I don't. I don't. I can't Me think either. Any... I don't <laughs> listen to Alice
1: in Chains much. So. But I does, bring this up Does he need his own like brand of wah pedal? Or does he need like a custom made wah What was Exactly. That? Signature wah pedal. And with his name on it, lyrics to his, one of his songs on the back. And you know, it's, it's tuned for him. But he sells it. Well, he doesn't sell it. Dunlop sells it. Dunlop.
0: But they sell it like with his signature on it and with the lyrics on it. Okay. So the question is...
1: is well, the I, reason why I bring it up is because... <laughs> oh, go ahead.
0: You no, know, no. I mean, it asks... Like, are you asking if he's a sellout or what? No, not at all. I have nothing against Jerry Cantrell. But he's know. definitely a sellout, so <laughs> keep going. <laughs> I mean, the guy put his signature on a wah pedal and then lyrics to his song. Well, it's probably if not his not real signature. Out,
1: he sold out his likeness and then they put it on the pedal. Exactly. Just like you, mother. <laughs> yes,
0: just like Captain Brunch.
1: Captain Brunch sold out. So John, guitarist John, not podcast John, has had this pedal for the longest time. He doesn't even listen to Alice in Chains. Nor does he. Does he today he realized. Wait, wait, wait. So today he realized the lyrics were on the back. And uh-huh. He's had this pedal for at least ten years. <laughs> it's just it's funny. Like it's kind of like getting a seven thousand dollar mattress and never sleeping in it, or getting like the up and down and not using it. Just, oh yeah,
0: like have adjustable bass, right? And never
1: adjusting it. Exactly. It's just I, I found that funny. The it's, only reason he bought it is because Guthrie Gobin, full circle, uh-huh. was playing it in one video and he liked the way it sounded. <laughs> <laughs> Which but, is fine, it's justified, but it's just I think it's funny. Like all these things we he bought it for the sole purpose of doing what it does, wall. But some people would buy it just because Jerry Cantrell has his name on it. Yeah.
0: And there's certainly a lot of, there's a lot of merchandise out there. So you got to imagine that there are, there's plenty of wah pedals.
1: Uh, yeah. I would imagine sure.
0: it's probably one of the most common pedal types, right? Like there's probably, you know, what other kind of pedal types are super, super no, common? Oh,
1: the most common pedal type has to be a drive pedal for sure. Okay. Then what? I don't know. But like wah is in delayed. the top five. Sure. <laughs> Delay reverb Well because Okay so I I'm, I'm really into pedals who, For people who don't know We're talking about Like audio Guitar Bass pedals And I'm often On forums Looking at like The buy and sell So I see what people Buy and stuff and I see what people sell I see what's popular It's definitely not Wall pedals Because a lot of them Are made by Like small Boutique companies From the From the smallest People who just do like cheap little things to like really fancy stuff, and it's mostly dry pedals. It's not wah pedals for some reason. It's just I guess it's easier to make those circuits, or it's just people use them more. I don't know. Distortion. Everyone wants distortion. Yeah, everyone wants to change their their sound. And after that, it's like delay or reverb stuff like that. Delay. 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 So
0: there delay, was delay. there was one more story I wanted to tell about my week because there was there was some. So filming today was an upside like that was a really big uh, milestone for me. And I'm very happy about that. And I probably won't talk about it very much until, you know, the movie starts ramping up to get released. So it's going to be like a year probably. So I won't mention that much anymore. But um, there's an electronics like a marine electronics conference that's happening in September And, you know, I'm trying to, like, learn everything I can about everything in the the boat world. So I, like, emailed them and asked them if I can get a student discount. And instead of giving me a student discount, the president offered me a free ticket. So I'm going to be in Orlando from September 18th to
1: 22nd. Nice. So you were worried that they wouldn't let you go. Instead, they bought your way.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I was worried that they just weren't going to give me a discount. Because the ticket's like $650. And plus I have to pay for a hotel room and transportation and all this stuff. So, like, I'm very happy that they're giving me that
1: free ticket. Heck, yeah. Thank
0: you, NMEA. I hope to be a very successful marine electronics person.
1: Now you don't have to quit your job or get fired.
0: Yeah, we'll see. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: We'll see about that. I mean, because of my stomach, like, I missed... I missed most of... The, I mean, okay, I was in Tampa for two days, and then I didn't go back to, to, to work Thursday or
1: Friday because I just felt like such crap. Uh, so, um, Panda says, <laughs> Chimp is a pedal snob. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, we're both snobs of and different things. Art says, I had a friend in high school who made his own guitar pedals. Everyone wants to sound like a hip-hop robot. <laughs> it would be not, we should make a pedal someday. Like, I know how to solder. There's these websites that um, will... Like, it's kind of like build your own little kit. Like, uh-huh. they'll give you all the parts and everything. You just build the pedal.
0: Well, we're going to make the Saturday Night Lit pedal. What? I'm down. we we got to find someone who can, like, 3D print us a
1: badass, like, body for it. Everyone does want to sound like a hip-hop, hip-hop robot. I, like That's, like, that voice, that, like, <laughs> that very, um, it's obviously, it's, it. there's effects on it. It's, um what's that like like vocal like pitch it's controlled you know it's just it's i get so tired of it it's like oh everyone sounds like that
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know what you're talking about
1: <laughs> you want me to play something
0: is it is it like um no not necessarily i mean can you give me can you what's the most famous example of it i'm thinking of the around the world voice is that
1: Close, close, but a little I'm more. Around
0: the world, I'm round, no, but like more. That's like
1: what? that's more. It's very close, but that's that's a little more. Um,
0: Thinking about like T pain, like is that? No, no? that's
1: that's super auto tune. Super auto tune. It's like it's the same idea, but this is a little more musical, less. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, so did you try activated charcoal yet? For what? For your. Weird thing going on with you, like how? I don't know. Put in your water. Put it in my water? No. Rip your nose.
0: I didn't know you could put activated charcoal in your water. Black
1: eyed peas, like the
0: robot song sound.
1: Mm. I'm in love with a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I don't know if you. How do you take activated charcoal?
1: Pill form. Been, it's a pill.
0: I've been um, I've been drinking this tea that I think is helping a lot too, called Boldo. <laughs> like a brazilian tea it's really nice an herbal tea caffeine free well oh. there's a there was a headline and article i don't know if we talked about it on the show but if we did obviously we can skip it but is miami the least affordable city in the country
1: yes we've talked about this and no but it's quickly becoming that.
0: <laughs> okay i don't know why i still had that on my list um Ooh, we just had a little power, a little power spike or something, a little dip. The AC turning on. Oh, there we go. It was it like the drop in the, in the voltage? So there was um,
1: the starting wattage or whatever it's called.
0: Yeah, I need that little extra <clears throat> to get it going. There, there was a com- There was like a bootleg comic book that came out called "The Death of Power." That was like a it's like a remake of the Death of Superman, which was a comic book that came out. 90s and so this was featured on the podcast uh comics kayfabe and and so it was like so successful that the guy did like a second printing but then it was so successful that he decided to do like a second issue so he's doing death of power 2 and the kickstarter he had like a kickstarter goal let me see what it was death of power 2 i'm just doing a quick little uh, internet search so what's really interesting is that this is just a, like just an odd kind of like, hyper-realistic, maybe over-realistic take on the idea of Superman and the Superman mythology. And so this guy's goal for the Death of Power 2, a superhero bootleg comic, was $800, and he was able to get 8 Thousand four hundred eight dollars. So he ten xed his goal. I was one of the people who participated because I want to get this. Um, wow.
1: He must have listened a lot to uh, what's his
0: face. Damn it! Lost.
1: What? Continue. <laughs> <laughs> ah.
0: It's extremely graphic. Extremely graphic. The first issue had a lot of like guts and dick and blood because. The Like, what was the character who kills Superman? I can't remember what his name was, but he's basically naked in this version. <laughs> so, like, he's just, like, f- flailing his balls and his cock around the whole issue. It's, it's kind of funny. While also, like, destroying Superman. So, if, you, if you're into comic books like I am, you should definitely check out The Death of Power 2. You can still back the project. Mm. And then eventually he just, he's just going to have it, like, on, on what's that website that everyone puts their arts and crafts Etsy? Etsy. Yeah, he has Wow, a,
1: I was completely <laughs> guessing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he has an Etsy account. He has, so you could probably buy it later. If you're listening to this in the future and you want to check out some crazy graphic and gross Superman bootleg comic book. But on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, I read a comic book from uh, co-written and drawn by my favorite comic book artist, J.H. Williams III. It's called Echo Lands. So he, it's sort of he's releasing it on Image, Image comic books, which is like an independent label compared to DC and Marvel, and it's he's only done the first five issues, I think. The art's so fantastic, and JH Williams is really famous for his ability to, um, to do many different styles. Like he can he can mimic many different styles of art. So what he did in this particular comic series is that all of the main characters are themselves represented in different art styles now in the storyline they're also from like different worlds so they're each kind of representing the art or the aesthetic of the world that they come from and then together he just gets to kind of show off like what an amazing artist he is uh so you know i uh so my first impressions you know like he's this guy has, has drawn the art for some of the most amazing people to ever write comic books, like Alan Moore, Grant Morrison, and many other big names. So the fact that he's kind of going on his own, it, I feel like it's, in a way, I, This uh, the story's enjoyable. There's a there are some aspects to it where it's like, wow, you know, this could be really good. You know, if this comes out to 30 issues, which is probably going to take them like a hundred years to do 30 issues because this guy's art is so complex, you know, like maybe I can see, see the whole thing maybe being really awesome and cool, but also at the same time, I'm like, maybe he's making kind of like little rookie mistakes and sort of like hint, foreshadowing too much. And I'm like, he, he, they might not ever even get to the episode or to the issues where they actually even do the things that they're foreshadowing because of how long it takes them anyway. So, you know, J H Williams, uh, God bless you. You're an amazing artist. Hurry up. And thank you.
1: (laughs) Sweet. Yeah. I'm looking at, um, at the volume one hardcover, only $35.
0: You can get it way cheaper on Amazon. I got it for like $22. Um, you know, this is really odd. these, The comic book, I I didn't really pay too much attention to it. I got the hardcover. When it gets delivered, its shape is very strange. Like, you know,
1: it looks like it's long. Yes,
0: it's long. It's almost like they took a regular comic book and turned it on its side. That's almost like what it is.
1: You know, I was thinking about this, you know, um, because a lot of comics I read are are Japanese, but they're also scanlations. Right? So, What's like a scan So it gets scanned and you know put into like an image, a digital image, and then it gets translated from whatever whatever language Japanese, obviously. Um, but there's always the break. It's always like you literally have to destroy whatever, you know like the the magazine or the actual book to get it right. But most of the time it's like, there's always that break in it. Yeah. Like even when you're reading it. So that's what I thought about when I saw this It's like, like they opened it up and they just <laughs> get rid of the break.
0: Yeah. It's tough. That's for sure. And it's, it's interesting. Like I've seen ways that different artists and different printings and different, you know, media have tried to address that very issue. This was definitely, I don't know. It was definitely made for the modern times. I'm this is, I don't know. I, I I'm going to have to read it again. There's so much complexity to the art, so much going on. Like the, the guy doesn't, he doesn't really do the traditional panels layout. He, he just has these really crazy layouts where they're like panels in, dispersed in front of like some crazy background and there's like not a lot of empty space. The guy doesn't a lot of detail, tons of like people in the backgrounds and the foregrounds and things happening around the characters, a lot of stuff like that. So that's interesting.
1: Yeah. I love when, when comics do that, like they break that traditional panel structure, Mm -hmm.
0: but to do that just takes him so much more time than, you know, and that's something that, um, something that, that they've talked about a lot on, on comics kayfabe is like the, the pressures of meeting deadlines and you know, you're trying to sell books and if, if you're taking very long to publish the book, then you're not going to be selling as many, right? Like if, if you would have, if you could get 12 out in a year, you could sell 12 issues in a year. Whereas if you only got three out in a year, you can only sell three. And so even, even if, when you ultimately sell twelve, you're going to sell as many as you always would have. The company wanted you to get them all out in one year, right? Because then they could have made all that money in one year and used that to try to make something else. Then, you know, but how can you rush art, right? Like how can you rush someone's deadlines? Li- <laughs> well, that's what, that's the benefit of like these guys owning their own their own IP, right? Is that they can take however damn long they they please.
1: So I have a question for you. Yeah, what's up? What does the word kayfabe mean?
0: Oh, so this is a word referring to, um, specifically, um, it's professional wrestling, right? And it's the fact that they're presenting it as if it was real, but it's like, they're not, they're not pretending it's real, you know? So if you. If you like turned on professional wrestling and you didn't know any better, you might think that it was that they were actually doing the things that they were doing and people are actually getting hurt. But if you knew better, if you were a big fan, if you um, if you went out of your way to learn more about it, then you would know that it was not real. So the kayfabe is the the fakeness. That people might not catch at first. So, like, let's say magic is another example. So, if you don't know the trick, then that's a kayfabe, right? Like, you're you're seeing this and you don't know how they did it, and you're just, oh wow, he disappeared the corn, the coin. And so, in comic books, like, the idea is just the the way that they present the comic book to make you think that like maybe they've done a certain amount of work, or maybe. Maybe it looks a certain way, but then when you maybe pay more attention to some of the detail, you start to see kind of the cracks in the professionalism, perhaps. There's a lot
1: of, uh, you know. That's funny. Yeah, no, because you've mentioned kayfabe a lot, but I always figured it was the person's name.
0: (laughs) No, no. It's just about that effect of, I mean, the way they tend to use it on the show is they're, um, okay, they're trying to get people to sign up for the Patreon (laughs) Right. So they call it the kayfabe effect. They find these books, they do these interviews. They're, they're a very, they're a popular channel. They they have 50,000 followers and well, 50,000 issues of a comic book is, is not bad. It's not amazing. But like if you can sell 50,000, so, so people who sign up for their Patreon get to like watch the live streams before they get uploaded to YouTube for the general public. So, if you're watching the live stream, you could theoretically buy books before it goes to the public, and then maybe it sells sells out. If it's a like, because they'll go over rare books, they'll go over art, publishings, things that are um out of print, etc. So that's how that's. I think that's part of why they came up with that name. You know, as I mentioned before, they're both artists. They're both actively publishing. They've both published for Marvel. They've both done the um. Grand Design, right? So they got to like retell the story. So one of them was like the X-Men was Ed Piscor. And then uh, Hulk Grand Design was uh, Jim Rugg. Yeah, yeah. And you know, me, I mean, I'm a comic, I, mean I, have, I have not been an active comic book nerd for a long time. But for some reason, this YouTube channel just kind of like reactivated this part of me. Like it made me miss how amazing comic books are as a medium of art and entertainment.
1: Much like podcasts.
0: Yeah, much like podcasts and, you know, certainly much like manga.
1: So I'm always wondering where the word comes from. I just want to go ahead and read this. No one knows, but it's just interesting. According to some dictionary, earliest known written evidence of the word kayfabe is from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Yearbook for 1988. The term is believed to be much older. Various sources suggest different origins, actual origin, unknown certainty, blah, blah, blah. One theory suggests a manipulation of the term be fake, a la pig Latin. Hmm. But another theory claims there was actually a wrestler called K. Fabium who was mute. (laughs) Neither claim has been substantiated. Another theory suggests the term derives from the expression keep cavy." Never heard of that. From the Latin verb caveo, which means look out (laughs) for. And this phrase was used throughout Britain by Jews living in East London during World War II, blah, blah, blah. I'll corner there. Interesting. All right. Anyway. <laughs> so speaking of the K
0: fabe, I was watching stacker news live, uh, which is the podcast where like the founder of stacker news Kean, and this other guy car, they go over like the top posts of the week. And they also kind of go over like their favorite
1: posts. Are they doing value for value? They're not boosting?
0: I mean, the whole Stacker News is kind of value for value, right? It's, it's, a, it's a, you know, like people send each other
1: sats. But they're not doing podcasting
0: 2.0? I don't think they are. I haven't checked. I could check real quick and, Try s- and solicit them. Well, I mean, you know, they're kind of, I don't know. <laughs> Stacker, Stacker News. Let me see. Stacker News. Kind of. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know them well enough. Oh, Stacker News Live. But by Thriller X Recordings, and then Stacker News Live, Carr and Kian recap the front page of Bitcoin Weekly. Uh, I'm not sure. Let me see. Because five days ago. Well, that's not, you know, their the recent episode was more, was less than five days ago. Yeah, one hour ago. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, they are on podcasting. I don't know if they're on pod- so So, probably. Probably. They don't do, like, the boostograms, though. So, so the point I was trying to make before you got me off on this tangent is that um, I was going to talk about the the methodology for how they like they pick you know the, the the lead stories or the top stories, and it has to do with essentially boosts or zaps, as people are now calling them. Oh, which is oh, brings up a whole other discussion as well. But let me finish my first topic. Um, the leaderboard is essentially set by who is contributing more sats to a post and then the the posts that get the most sats generally those are the top of the leaderboard well I'm not on any of the leaderboards unfortunately but on the recent episode I did see my screen name pop up several times as they were scrolling through things so you know um, I'm coming up I'm coming up but that did bring up the other discussion I wanted to have which was I made a post on stacker news and we should post a link in the show notes but we probably won't I was making an argument. It was a discussion post. And in fact, I should pull it up and quote myself so I don't embarrass myself. Uh,
1: That's what brunch does best. Argue. Uh, Right. Oh, man.
0: Okay, here we go. Here we go. This is what it is. I said, this is my, my headline was sending lightning in stacker news isn't zapping fight me and so then i put like a paragraph talking about how um wait here i'm going to quote myself i'm going to keep quoting myself the word zap in contemporary usage hails from terminology describing a lightning payment sent within Noster clients stacker news had lightning payments before the term ZAP came to exist, and yet I see people appropriating the word ZAP to describe Lightning Payment, and I feel butthurt because Podcasting 2.0 already had a word for sending a value payment by Lightning and Podcast, and that word is
1: BOOST. Oh, you should have waited for me.
0: <laughs> uh, damn, I can't hit the volume. You know. can edit it in post. Podcasting 2.0 existed before Noster, so I will only use Zap to refer to lightning payments in Noster and will forever look down upon revisionists appropriating Zaps outside of Noster. The end, end quote. Did you get that?
1: Yeah. So did anyone respond?
0: Yeah, and I even got um I got 648 sats for that post. Wow, big spender. i well big receiver, really. Um yeah, I got surprising a surprising amount of uh of feedback and response, but what I noticed was that most of the people responding weren't sending any sats. And it just seems like where's the love? Where's the love? Like I will generally send a little a little boost to anyone who interacts with me on stacker news or cheap i'm cheap too i only send 13 sats usually but that's like better than nothing and and yet these people are like just <laughs> filling my my post up with their their like minutia, and they don't have the nerve to, to like even send me like one set it's just sad it's just sad my goal, however, is I, I want to somehow get on the leaderboard. Now, the easiest way probably to get on the leaderboard is to donate more. <laughs> so to give people more sats and then I can be like at the top of the, the, the sats donation leaderboard. But I'm so cheap, you know, so I don't know. I'm going to have to find a way to become more popular on Stacker News. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm so preoccupied with it. It's just oh, it's because I quit Twitter. That's why. <laughs> That's why. I mean, I didn't like fully quit Twitter, but like I mostly quit Twitter. Like I'm using it 95% less than I used to. You say that. And it's true. It's true. And I fill it with Stacker News and I sit here and just bitch about Stacker News instead. Have you heard of WorldCoin?
1: Yeah, briefly.
0: Do you know anything about it? Like what have you heard about it?
1: Have to scan your eye, something like that? Yeah.
0: So the idea. I don't know the big idea, but the little idea is that they want essentially to allocate a little bit of this world coin to everyone on the planet. And the way you have to claim it is you have to stick your eyeball into the, into the, into this like silver orb and they call it, what do they call it? I don't know, but people are pissed off about it, especially the Bitcoiners. They're like, what? Um, I don't think it's that big a deal stupid people are going to do stupid things and we can't stop them.
1: Yeah. There's something called clear. You know about clear? What's clear? Um, it's used at airports and stadiums and stuff. It's like, Oh, they bio- scan your face. I've, yeah, I've had to do that at, at
0: yeah. airports. They like scan your face when you, like when you get past the TSA checkpoint, then you have to kind of like scan your, you have to look in a certain direction and it scans your face and then. And your eye. Ugh. We're we're coming strange times. Coming on to strange times.
1: I sent you a link. Let's buy some beef.
0: Oh, you wanna buy some beef? Oh man, I don't know what I'm able to afford anything. What are you talking about?
1: You're like making
0: all this money. I'm don't haven't you heard of like I haven't been going to work lately because of my stomach? It's been it's been tough. But yeah, I mean I'm 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 probably gonna be able to work this week. Probably. Yeah. I mean, as long as I keep feeling the way I'm feeling now, it, it'll be okay. But it's just, I'm gonna have to go in the heat and the you know the nastiness, and then my you body's going haven't worked gonna, for two weeks. I haven't worked much in two weeks.
1: I could have been podcasting this whole time.
0: Maybe well, we, we can do this the next time I miss a bunch of work. <laughs> <laughs> God. I mean, I've also just been depressed, and like that's the thing is, I'm it's, I'm I'm it makes me sad and depressed, right? Like if chronic pain is not. Uh, it's, it's not pleasant. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it sucks, and it makes you sad and not want to do things.
1: You know, I feel way better after my internal bruising. My arm's still not good, but I do feel a well lot better. So
0: I have this theory that I wanted to bring up, and this is about Sideshow Bob. So, you know, people keep comparing Sideshow Bob to Orange Man Bad. just like wondering why why does this narrative keep getting pushed because other than on a few things i imagine they're very different types of people but but trump seems to even be kind of promoting um sideshow bob so this is my theory i think that sideshow bob will run as trump's vice presidential candidate this is is what i'm thinking I'm thinking he's gonna do that, and I think that'll just that'll just destroy any competition that they would have.
1: Orange Man, Bad, and Scifil Bob.
0: Yeah, it's the circus is coming to town.
1: That'd be really interesting.
0: Yeah, it, wouldn't it be crazy? Because not gonna happen. Yeah, you
1: know, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> not gonna happen.
0: I, it's, I imagine it's very unlikely, but it there's no way because I just don't see. I'm. I want to give him some kind of benefit of the doubt, but I don't see Sideshow Bob telling his his supporters to vote for Biden. But that's usually what the alternative candidate does at the end, is that they will tell their supporters to vote for whoever the Democrats chose. You know, so that was what Bernie Sanders did. He was like, I want all my supporters. We have to support Hillary. And then, you know, crash and burn, etc. So I just don't see... I don't see RFK doing that. I feel like he's gonna Well he, he's gonna throw a curveball. So at least and with, Trump's gonna throw a curveball.
1: <laughs> so at least with, with Bernie, I mean, I guess, you know, what is he, a senator? Yeah. And um I guess to keep his gig he had to bend over backwards. But with Sideshow Bob, like what do they have on him to like is he bought in or is 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 he, you know, Because if we're going with the why is he even
0: wasting his time? Like he could be at home with his hot wife, like living his life, and instead he's running for president out of nowhere.
1: So if we go with the idea that he that that it's an op, then then yeah, then he's definitely gonna do that. Throwing the towel for Biden. But otherwise, then yeah, like you said, like why is he wasting his time? What what what's what's his real because we're assuming that all politicians are full of shit. Yeah, it. <laughs> it worth it, though. Uh, so then what's his <laughs> real agenda?
0: Uh, what is his real? Uh, yeah, that's what I want to know. But if if he goes and, and becomes a, you know, or if he, if he if he supports Trump, you know, that would just surprise me. It would surprise me, but it, I called it. That's it's, all I'm going to say.
1: But it's not just for the lulls. There's got to be something behind it.
0: Well, I don't, I don't know what it is, but I, I've heard many people tell me that and i've heard this on podcasts i've heard people tell me in person that the kennedy name still carries weight with it so if it carries weight with it that means it doesn't matter where he throws it you know like whether he throws it for the republicans or for the democrats but maybe it does matter i don't know i i just feel like that's the only way this could get more entertaining
1: (laughs) that's for sure Because it's, it's, it's not like someone's paying him. Like, I I don't think money, the thing. So like, what is he getting out of it?
0: I don't know. I don't know. So there's another interesting thing since I'm on the federal government subject is, uh, listen, been listening to C-SPAN, the, the daily podcast that comes out for C-SPAN. And,
1: uh, I think you have a really boring life. Sorry. I listen to music.
0: I mean, I listen to music sometimes, but I spent a lot of time trying to consume information and learn things.
1: That's why you're depressed. I'm not depressed. <laughs> <coughs> I'm in pain. Hey, listen to some music, get some exercise that uh. bullshit will go away. Um. So what it had
0: to do with, uh, okay, the, the house is about to go on recess for six weeks. And unlike what they've been doing in previous years. So for the, the past several years, they've been passing these omnibus bills where they group all the, of government spending into one just gigantic bill and then just that no one reads. yeah that no one will read well the republicans and the you know speaker mccarthy he promised that instead of doing that he was going to do 12 separate spending bills so that's what they used to do before they did the omnibus bills that they would have 12 spending bills. And I don't know, I don't know the details, but, um, apparently like this, whatever this recess and they, they haven't even maybe passed any of these bills yet. And the house was just going wild. It just, it's getting wilder and wilder. Like people screaming in the middle of session uh, like talking back to people who who have the microphone when they don't have the microphone it's it's getting kind of bizarre so this is just i just commenting on the further degradation of decorum in our government and these kinds of things tend to precede some sort of general insanity in a country I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know how it's gonna exhibit itself. I watched a video this week that actually predicted that we're gonna have a French Revolution style like reign of terror, you know, where we're just gonna be like chopping people's heads off left and right. I honestly wouldn't be surprised. I mean I wouldn't be surprised, I don't know if that's what's gonna happen, but that seems like you know that's one of the possible directions. I mean, the last time these kinds of things were happening, I think we had a civil war. I don't. We've talked about this. I don't think a civil war is possible right now because it's like the lines aren't really clear, and the states depend way too much on the federal government to deny the federal government outright. They're always playing these games with the federal government, but they can't just like I, I, secession. Just does not seem like a real option to me. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe it's going to be like more like a revolution because in, in France, I mean like during the French revolution, they had, there was a, an area of France. I think it was called the Vendee and it's, I think it's in the Northwest, but anyways, like it, it was these people who were essentially revolting against the government and Napoleon was actually sent to like put down the rebellion And that's the kind of thing, right? Like we have such a strong federal government and such strong dependency on federal government that states, I don't think have the physical prowess to even like withstand the force of our federal government. I don't know.
1: How would it break up? I mean,
0: that's what I'm saying. I I don't, I can't imagine it breaking up. I can imagine someone trying, right? Like I can imagine a state trying and then just getting totally like just obliterated.
1: I mean, it would have to be the West Coast, <laughs> like, like California. C- cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> the entire West Coast.
0: Oh, uh, the entire West Coast. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, we're in strange times, and I'm just I'm happy to uh, be participating in like this parallel universe called Bitcoin maximalism. Because <laughs> you know, uh, when uh, when Armageddon hits, we're the ones who are gonna rebuild civilization, right? Oh, that's ham radio. That's operators. ham radio. Yeah. I need. I need to learn how to operate a ham
1: radio. Actually, you know. I'm. I'm not too far off. I mean, I. I, I mean, I want to get into it, but then it's more equipment to buy. Like, no. Well, just get
0: like one. You know, just get one.
1: Uh. One. No, I know myself. I'm a gear. I'm a gearhead. <laughs> I'm gonna want. Oh, I'm gonna get this. Uh, I'm gonna get that. I'm get yeah, this, it's it's really tough. It's really tough. Stick to my pedals. Like now that I'm playing bass in this band, like I'm already buying new pedals. <laughs> bass pedals.
0: Yes. Yeah. Did you ever find that bass pedal of mine? Like, did that ever pop up again? Because I had gotten a bass pedal, and I think I let Nikita use it. Wait, what? It's like a black pedal. Oh, yeah, I'm it? using it. Oh, that's good. I'm glad you have it.
1: Yeah, I used it last night. It's actually
0: <laughs> over there somewhere.
1: Not last night. Whatever. I played Wednesday. Why did I buy a bass pedal? Because we needed one. Well, oh. No. Because um, it specifically has an out, like a direct input for, uh, for recording. So you can go straight to the amp and sculpt the tone and stuff, but then you also have like a speaker simulator that goes. You go straight to the board or to a recording device. It's a good pedal, so definitely putting it to use. I'm glad it exists. Glad it exists. I bought a compressor pedal, which is gonna help like thicken the bass sound and make it thumpy and more like, um, what's the word? (laughs) (laughs) More not rhythmic, but more. Percussive, percussive. Percussive. Mm, percussive, good word. I want to stand word, out, chimp. That was nice, percussive. I'm playing with two guitarists, uh, with a lot of distortion. Uh huh. So it's gonna be interesting. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling like the, the, my friend Joe. I'm like, dude, we should get a sound guy. I am the sound guy. Uh, no, but you're in the middle of the <laughs> sound. You can't <laughs> be a sound guy. I've tried. That it doesn't work. No, it's gonna. It's gonna be fine. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, growing pains. It's all right. He'll 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 mature and realize the error of his ways, or not. Some people don't learn.
1: Well, these guys are like band heavy. Like each one is in like two or three different bands. Whoa. Yeah, I'm like I don't have time for that. <laughs>
0: they don't have day jobs. Oh wow, and they have day jobs. Yeah. Good for them. Well, you know, one day I'll be in a band again. <laughs> I don't know when, but someday soon. You know, probably next year
1: probably 2024 (laughs) as long as you don't play out as long as you don't play out in the sun
0: hopefully i'll be hopefully the sun next year will be not so bad as this year it's been intense it's been intense
1: so that's a question is it really worse this summer versus like last summer or summer 10 years ago
0: i don't know about 10 years ago but i think it was worse than last summer i'm pretty sure i was working outdoors a lot last summer and Obviously, the circumstances were somewhat different. You know, I was working in a shipyard instead of on boats. Uh, I mean, I was working on boats in a shipyard. Usually, there was air conditioning. So, I don't know. Uh, But I feel like I'm suffering from heat sickness of some sort. You know, like, they're talking about, like, organs shutting down and stuff. Like, I'm wondering if, like, something, like, maybe my organs were, like, in mid-shutdown. I don't know. I'm so... The hypochondriac in me has thought of, like, every horrible thing. Like, did I have liver failure? Like, what the hell is wrong with me?
1: Listen to the music and get some exercise. Yeah, why
0: don't you play some music for us? (laughs) Saturday, July 29th. Saturday night oh you're trying to end it yeah we've been here for an hour it's 10pm I've had a long day I I got thrown to the floor I got I got spun down and turned around and had to tap out like a little down and out what's in who who's in what whatever (laughs) Peace. ace Until next time, I'm crawling back into this